Welcome back to the show, your ultimate playlist podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. Each week, we pick a track based on a theme, a, a song, our favorite song based on an idea, based on a theme. So let's go ahead and shift gears and start with side A. This week's theme is our favorite song to listen to as we're cruising, as we're driving. Doesn't matter if it's day, doesn't matter if it's night. What kind of song would you like to listen to as you're driving in your car? All right. Any questions about that? Guys, guys understood the assignment? <laughs> I, I think I understood the assignment, yes. <laughs> the assignment, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Now I'm back in school. Okay. <laughs> Good old days. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Um, so the song that I picked is actually a song from the year 2010. Uh, I think the first time I ever listened to it, it was actually in the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling. Um, the song actually is played over the opening credits. And that song is Night Call by Kavinsky and featuring Love Fox. Um, I'm not sure if you guys had heard the song or if you've seen the movie Drive, um, but that song just really reels you in from the very beginning of the movie. Um, the soundtrack to Drive is amazing. Um, that is definitely a standout on that album. Um, I, I think it really captures uh, what it feels like to be driving a car at night, to be driving a car fast, or even to drive a car slow, just kind of cruise through the city. Um, yeah, I, every time I hear that song, I just want to be Ryan Gosling from the movie Drive. I want to be wearing that that scorpion jacket and uh, just be the coolest dude on the planet, um, the coolest dude in that city at that moment. You know, nothing else matters. You know, it's just him and the car and the road right in front of him. Um, I really think it it really, I, you know, shows what like cruising is, what it could be, like the essence of cruising. And uh, yeah, that that was my favorite track. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, could you pull off the the leather gloves? I mean, I want the whole entire. <laughs> I, I, you know, I I I think that movie is great, and I think the music is wonderful. But that I mean that that song just I don't know. You, you put that if you're in your car and you're you're driving and you put that on, like before you know it, you might be live like leading leaving the the city limits, and you're just gonna keep driving, man. Just keep driving. Wow. Uh. Yeah, that sounds like that song might give you a midlife crisis to buy the car that he drove in the movie too. What did he drive in the movie? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I'm sure it was a sports car, muscle car, something like that. I'll say it is. It was, it was definitely a banger. It was definitely one of those that I listened to. It was like, okay, yeah, this is going on my playlist. We're, we're gonna ride out to this. I'm gonna line out in the middle of of somebody's, um, you know farmland and trying to find their daughter and might get shot at on the way back but it's okay i'm good with that <laughs> yeah it, it it's a very uh contemplating song like it it's one of those where you you drive it and you're listening to it but it also gets you contemplating so yeah i, I enjoyed it so yeah it might, might throw me into a midlife crisis too but uh <laughs> yeah no, definitely like there's lots of stuff i could drive to and i think that I sort of almost turned into Ryan Gosling when I was listening to it. Like, and then I had to shut it off. So, 
I mean, it's, it's definitely, like you said, it's contemplating, it's midlife crisis type, but it gets you thinking. It's like, damn, what am I doing with my life? Wait, why am I here? What's my existence? What's my purpose? <laughs> oh, watch the road. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely gets the spot. No, then you, wake, then you wake up in a ditch uh, realizing what you're doing. <laughs> if, if you're driving and that song is playing, it makes you feel like a badass. Yeah, definitely. That and the car that you drive and that outfit, sure. yeah, it all goes together. It, it definitely does go together. They they did good pick with that. So I, I see a Halloween costume in your future, Brandon. And I, I just I feel like a poser. <laughs> Even if it oh. is a costume. I just feel like I'll let down Ryan Gosling. And it's Halloween. We're all posers. If you're a poser, but a Ryan Gosling poser, then you're good. Yeah. True. Awesome. Well, uh, let's keep any, any more words on that. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Damon, what you got? Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, there's so there's like different types of situations where I could picture driving. There's like the hectic driving when you're trying to get somewhere quick. There's the cruising where you're going maybe on a Sunday and I'm going to pick up like you know, bagels and I'm just hanging out or uh, <laughs> that everybody's going to pick up bagels. Uh, that's what I do, though. Uh, you know, and there's like the drive to work. The drive to work is probably that's that's, that's what it related to. Because it's it's about a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. But, like, my wife and I share a car, my car. So um, it's a little bit longer. And we both have our different ideas of music. So when she gets out of the car, it's time for me to put in my in-the-zone music. Um, I, too, like to feel cool when I'm driving. Uh, and I and this, this album, I don't think I really listen to it a lot. Other than the really popular songs off of it. Um, this is like mid mid two thousand that it came out. So the Black Eyed Peas, everybody knows the Black Eyed Peas. I don't usually pick a popular one, but yeah, this this one gets me every time I get in the car. So, um, and it's the first song on there. Uh, boom, boom, pow. <laughs> so it's uh, it's badass. I just you know I like the bass. I like I like uh, the intro to it. It gets me ready for the day. But uh, yeah, just just going fast down the down the highway with this song is awesome for sure. I think it's like what is it? Will I Am is in it. Uh, yep. Band. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fer- Fergie does some stuff on there before she went like solo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I just I really like this band a lot. And I didn't think I liked the band. I was like listening to something, and one of their songs came on, and I was like, I wonder if if I should check out the album. So I went to this album, um, The End, and. Uh, yeah, it just blew my mind. So now I'm hooked. Now it's my driving me. So it, it, I just looked at the the lyrics and I didn't realize. She, it, I thought she said something different than what she says. But okay. <laughs> what lyrics oh, her, you look at? Her, it, so I I always thought she said that I'm so 2008 and you're so 2000 and late because I thought it came out around because it came out in 2009 or 2009. So I thought yeah. she was, but it's actually I'm so 3008. And you're so 2000 and late. So she actually has a 3008. Oh, I didn't know she said 3000. Where, where are you getting your lyrics from? Wikipedia? That's what I'm looking at right now on the web. So it, either way, it works. But okay, I, I could have sworn she always said 2008. And you're so 2000 and late. And so, I thought so. she said 2008, 2000 late. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So. Now I don't. Now you're, just, you're taking away all the fun. I'm not gonna. <laughs> when I play that, when I get in the car, I'm just gonna be like 
what is she saying? Instead of feeling really cool, I'm gonna feel like I'm <laughs> contemplating. Okay. Well, thanks for that, Tasha. For me, the song like the, the, the song's fine, but I just don't hear it as a cruising song. It just seems like a, a a clubbing song. Like you're going clubbing. You're on your way to the club. Like yeah. I can hear the song as like in a montage as you're getting ready to go to the club and then you're walking into the club for the first time. I just don't picture that song in uh, like drive like driving to that song. But that's perfect. What you just said, that's how I picture myself like a montage. Going like to a club. <laughs> like what? What was that, Brennan? Oh no, I was just like you're picturing yourself <laughs> driving to the club listening to that song in a like a montage. To it and then getting out and then what what am I gonna do when I get in that club? Yeah. I'm just like I'm just pimped out, you know, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's my driving music has to make me feel better about my myself, like in some way. So if it's a, an imaginary me, selling <laughs> <laughs> a couple of lines out the bathroom stable. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. No man, it, I see where you're coming from. This puts me in like. Uh, um, uh, Need for Speed, Midnight Club, video game driving type mode. Like when I'm thinking about the song, it's just pumping through my veins, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna whoop somebody's ass on this game. That's that's what it takes me to. And I completely see where you're coming from, going to the club. Like you're getting hyped up as soon as you step out. You're feeling like a badass. Your shoes touch the ground. You go up to the bouncer. You get into the club. You're good to go. Like. Yeah, I'm on it. I, I completely feel you. Oh yeah, maybe it, when I when I go to park, I could I could hit the brakes, turn my car so fast that it just kind of spins into the spot. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's kind of how I picture that song ending. Yeah. Okay, you're definitely gonna need cocaine for that one. <laughs> Probably. If, is that what cocaine does to you? <laughs> you drive really you drugs. I'm just saying. Just say no, kids. I'm just saying, but. If you want to feel that type of rush, yeah, but put you in the right mindset. Nice. I'll be Ryan Gosling and, I don't know, the guy from the movie Blow or something. All in one, fly a plane, drive a car out of a plane, parachute it onto the street. That's where I'm at. That's my my drive song. And then drift into a parallel parking spot, right? Yeah. And then when I leave, it's got floaters, so I just drive it into the water and pull that bitch home. Yeah, that'll work. That's good. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Um, Taj, yes. what was your choice? Uh, my choice was a song. Uh, okay, so this, this song, when I originally heard it, and, and I'm being honest, uh, so when you have children and you have to drive them to daycare, right, you do anything you can to avoid you know, listening to Baby Shark or, or anything like that. So you, you try and entice them with like albums that are from movies that you're okay with, right? And so with my son, like I, he liked Cars, so I could do the album of Cars. He liked Spider-Man, so I could do the Spider-Man, um, uh, the animated movie one, right? Which that soundtrack's okay, right? So, but one of his favorite songs off of the Cars album was Life is a Highway. And so... Yeah, that is a cruising song, and, and that's it, to be honest, that's probably where I first heard the song from. I mean, I realize it's a cover song, but the the one I'm most familiar with that I've heard at least fifty times is the Rascal Flatts' "Life Is a Highway." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us more. 
<laughs> I, I'm just saying. So, so that's where that's why I picked that particular one. I found out when we were doing research that oh, it's a cover, and it pretty much is a identical cover to the original. But the reason why I picked Rascal Flatts is because that's the one I've heard the most. So I, I just had to go with that one. So um, on the, the car soundtrack, the Rascal Flatts version. Yeah, the Rascal Flats version is is the one that's on the card soundtrack. So yeah, uh, I got it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm familiar with that being on there. Yeah. So, but yeah. Nice here. <laughs> Brandon, your thoughts? Um, uh, I don't really like this cover as much. I, I get, I get that it's like it's pretty much the same song, but I grew up on the, the Tom Cochran version. And I, I remember buying the single on a CD for that song. That's how much I enjoyed that song when it first came out. So I I can't understand why there's a cover to this song. Uh, I think I've only heard it maybe one time, and that's probably when I saw Cars. Uh, <laughs> thing I, like, the thing I... It's okay. It's fine. Whatever. The thing I don't like compared to the Tom Cochran version, like the beat and everything is the same. I don't like that guy's voice from Rascal Flatts. It's so pitchy. It irritates me. <laughs> it's got a country uh, twang like to it. Cochran's whiskey beer voice. So much more. So, yeah, gotcha. true. But Life is a Highway, yes, that is a good cruising song. I mean, it's perfect for that. Right? So it, it puts you in that meditative state, plus you can sing it out loud <laughs> while you're driving. You know? You're like, so. what am I doing in my life? <laughs> right. Why did I do this? <laughs> Why not right. listen to the Rascal Flat version? Oh shit! That's <laughs> called the midlife crisis. <laughs> the midlife Taj's midlife crisis involves listening to the worst version of a song. Let's <laughs> torture yourself. You're like, this is this is for what I get for what I did. No, making all it, the choices I've made. No, no it, <laughs> that's a little harsh, sir. See, you have the original though, right? Yeah, I did listen to the original uh, uh, briefly, but before right. this one, so, yeah. What do you think of the original? Um, it, it, I, I, I. To be honest, I didn't give. I should have given it a full listen, but I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, for me, the first, you know, minute sounded very similar to the other one, so that's why I, I was got like, a minute in. That's it. I'm surprised you don't like the original more. You want to know why? Like, there's a harmonica all <laughs> the original. <laughs> all right, Taj. We gotta, we gotta let you listen again. Because if there's harmonica. Lying to us about your love for harmonicas? <laughs> You're a pseudo harmonica lover. <laughs> You're a poser. Right? <laughs> I. I can get to the harmonica part. Okay, I'll I'll go back. I'll find it. Can't know the original song. <laughs> the time it takes to talk about the harmonica, you could have listened to the Tom Cocker. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody, pause your the podcast now and go listen to the original. Let us know if you hear harmonica in the first thirty seconds. Leave that in the comments. <laughs> Hashtag harmonica poser. <laughs> right. Hashtag really harmonica. Do. <laughs> we really do want to know what you think. So that's what's up. That's what's up. All right. 
Wait, do we do we all like the song or dislike the song? Uh, I mean, I I thought it was obvious that Tom Cochran's the best version. I just wanted to hear you say it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Nothing else to say. So, so, what kind of walk of shame am I doing because of this? Oh, it was first in the kitchen, bro. You stepped in it. <laughs> We're gonna have to, I don't know, wear like a Rascal Flats t-shirt everywhere we go now. That's not a punishment for him. No. <laughs> True. Damn it. Okay, we'll think of something good. We'll think of. Something. I'll, I'll make you wear one of my Canadian favorite Canadian bands t-shirts next time you go out with your family, you know, to dinner or something. You need to wear a Best Coast t-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'd gladly wear that, but... Uh... But if we remember what Todd said before... <laughs> All right. All right, that's it. You're getting a, new, you're getting a Christmas present this year, Todd. <laughs> yeah. And I very rarely send Christmas presents. <laughs> right. So, All right. All right. Diedrich, what you got? I'm following up in the rear, so I don't have any uh, cocaine written um, off of this one, or or um, you know pseudo harmonicas, or you know anything that makes you want to put on leather gloves and and, and drive in a car. But but this is a it's definitely a cruising song in my aspect of what a cruising song is. When I'm talking about cruising, I'm not doing any particular speed limit. I'm just getting lost in the way. And so this song that I picked um, happened to come from an artist who is is like like coming out in the R&B realm, so to speak. And the song that he actually came out with was his first single, um, 16. And it's Roe James' uh, Permission, a.k.a. Greenlight, subtitle in it. And it's actually got a double meaning. It's, it's well, first meaning is pretty much he's trying to get in a girl's pants. So he's like, come on, give me that. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but for me, you know, it's a deeper meaning of, of just uh, being in the vibe of the situation and, and feeling how things are going and, and understanding that you're connected in a deeper meaning. So when I usually listen to this song, it's because it's after a hard day. Um, I'm on my way home or maybe if I get the bike out, I go for a ride and I got speakers on the bike so I don't have to you know, plug in headphones or anything. I'm still aware of what's going on around me. But. I'll just take like a back road and and kind of get lost in the scenery, so to speak, especially like during sundown. Sundown is my favorite time of day because that's when, you know, everybody's pretty much relaxed or already home. Um, I'm seeing the different colors of the sky and I'm just just out there just in the moment, just living life and loving it. So this was one of those scaled down moments. You know, there were a bunch of cruising songs that I could jump off into, but. This one for me, just the baseline and how it moved and how melodic it sounded. It was like, okay, that's that's my riding song. So, so what do y'all think about it? <laughs> I, I liked it. I, th- I thought it was good. I mean, it definitely a different vibe than uh, the rest of the songs that everybody picked. You know, definitely more uh, relaxing. Like it seems like that kind of like song that you might play while you're driving up the coast or something. You know, that's what that song feels like. Um, you know, and I don't think I've ever heard that song before, and I'm not familiar with the artist. Um, but I definitely have like a, a Prince vibe from that song, listening to it, which I'm all in on like a, a Prince vibe, you know? So, um, and definitely like 
it's a very obvious, like the double meaning to the, the song, you know, which, uh, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm down for that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like the song. I, I could see myself going to listen to some other, some other songs by, by the artists. I haven't done that yet, but I did enjoy it. And I, I definitely thought it was refreshing your choice compared to the, you know, the, uh, the energy in the other songs that we picked. So, yeah, I figured everybody else's songs was hyped up. I wanted to put y'all to sleep. So, <laughs> Plus, I I like your your intro to the segment because it, it led into the song. Because <laughs> the line in there is like, "I'm gonna love you from behind, but I'm gonna hate to see you go." You're like, "Oh, this is this is a driving song, but it's also a smashing song." You're like, "Okay." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. best of all worlds, baby. Yeah, I really liked. I liked the the tempo. I liked how well it starts out really slow. It's like, is this going to be too mushy? You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I I I do like slower songs, but it, I don't like it when it's too much. Then I I, I just tr- I shut it off. I'm like, what am I listening to? But then it starts it starts going into the beat. You know, you got the you know, you know, it's got that like low tone beat in the background. I really like how they integrate into the music. Guy's got a great voice. Um, kind of like Prince mixed with R. Kelly or something, you know. Like he's got, he hits the high, but he's got like a low highs and lows. I don't know. He's good. Definitely, definitely something you could cruise to. That's a different cruising day for me. <laughs> That's not getting ready for work. What's that? That's cruising to a booty call. That's what that is. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. that is. If I was going to go to a booty call, I'd be listening to that for sure. That would be prepping me for the booty. Yep. I don't know if, if it would turn out good, but it would, at least I would feel like it was. Remember, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Don't listen to that. Patrick? <laughs> I said, what's your definition of good? <laughs> That's well, true. I've, I've had a lot of good times after 2 a.m., I'm just saying. But. <laughs> There's not too much good food after 2 a.m. there. Nah, nah. Unless you're drunk, then everything is good. It, it all tastes great. Yeah, 2 a.m. can be real quiet or can be real scary. <laughs> There's a lot of different 2 a.m.s. Especially pizza on 6th Street at 2 a.m. is like the best food ever. <sighs> Debatable, for sure. You might think it's good. <laughs> you know, food trucks are good, for sure. Yeah. So, this is all to the good. Good. Okay. So it looks like at this point, we're going to flip the record flip over to that good old side B. And this is the point of the show. We're going to give everybody some homework. And well, um, just, uh, what were you going to say? No, no. Go ahead. The Tosh doesn't like homework. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> so at, at this point of the show in side B, well, we're going to give you uh, basically a preview of the album that we're going to be talking about next. And in this situation, this setup. Believe it or not, this band is an alternative band that came out of Canada, British Columbia. Hold on, bro. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. What's up? We, we got to talk about the other album, the previous homework. I, I want to turn in my previous homework no, before I get to homework. Oh, man, I homework. I'm just saying. This out. <laughs> Everything got to side B, just cut that. How about that? <laughs> over my album because obviously we know how Diedrich feels. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh 
So forgettable. Let's just go ahead and work about that. <laughs> I got caught up in the moment thinking about booty. My bad. <laughs> I guess we'll give you a shot, Brandon. So uh, that's all right. What you got there, bro? Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, all right. So from here on out, go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> so for for this week's side B, um, the the album that I selected, the Choice album, which was homework from last week's episode. <laughs> Is uh, it's a album from the band The Phillies from a album that was released in 1980 called Crazy Rhythms. Um, I'm not sure if the rest of the group has ever heard of The Phillies or ever listened to the album. Uh, the first time I think that I discovered them was maybe around 2009. I'm, I'm pretty sure it had to be around then because that was when Crazy Rhythms as far as I know, was re-released. And uh, I discovered them on eMusic, which might get brought up multiple times from Taj or myself. Uh, <laughs> eMusic was a like a music website that specialized in independent music. And I think it was one of those, like, it was a band that might have been on, like, the home screen that said something like new and, and notable or re-release. Um, I, I can't quite remember, um, but it seemed like that was something that might have been up my alley. So I downloaded it and immediately fell in love with the album and the band um, and had to definitely do some research. And, you know, the first time I heard it, I, I don't think I necessarily knew that the album was actually from 1980 because it said it was a 2009 release. And if you listen to the album, it feels like it could just be an independent rock band. Uh, you know, a rock band from the 2000s. Um, I, I do think it's kind of timeless, the album myself. Um, so anyway, the Phillies were a band that actually formed in 1976. Um, they had a different name. They originally called the Out Kids. And uh, at some point, they changed their name. There was a point I had to do some research. Uh, in 1978, the Village Voice had dubbed them the best underground rock band in New York City. I mean, that's how big this band was. Um, they were a very well-received live band. And then I think it was in 1979, they recorded their first single. And then eventually, by the end of 1979, they had recorded the album Crazy Rhythms, which is what you listen to, uh, and was finally released in 1980. Um, critically adored when it came out, sales were very bad, very poor, um, and pretty much, I think, kind of helped, kind of destroyed the band. The band went through different iterations. Um, they did release three other albums before they eventually broke up in 1991, but then they had a resurgence in 2008. And since then they've re released a couple more albums, but the band has definitely seen like a, like a, a, a carousel of different artists, but there's at least two that have always remained as far as I, I can remember. Um, anyway, uh, this album is considered a post-punk jangle pop album um they heavily influenced many many artists uh the most recognizable would probably be rem um 
I'm a huge fan of the album. I, I love the sound. I love the guitars. Um, I, I love the percussion. Um, I don't think there's a bad track on the album myself. Um, and I have one, one thing that I thought was interesting. I, I was looking at some more information and actually Rolling Stones put that at number 49 on their t- list of top 100 albums of the 1980s. I mean, that's, that's high praise. Number 49 out of how many albums from the 1980s? That's crazy. Um, but, you know, the Philly has inspired a lot of bands. And if you listen to it, you can definitely see why. And, um, yeah, I, it's, I, I love the album. I, I have it on vinyl. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to it. I never get sick of it. Um, yeah, I, and it's really hard for me to pick my favorite track, honestly. Like, I've gone back and I've listened to it four times since I uh, told everybody this was going to be the album for this week's episode. And I'm still like undecided what my favorite track is. Uh, I, I, I go back and forth. Um, I, I love loveless love. I love the boy with perpetual nervousness. I love Moscow nights. I love crazy rhythms. Um, if I had to pick one right now, it might be Moscow nights might be my favorite track, but then I might say crazy rhythms in a minute. So, and then a minute later, I'm going to say loveless love because that's how much I love this album. Not a bad choice track on the album, in my opinion. And uh, most of the songs on there are all original. Uh, There's only one song on there that's a cover and it's actually a cover of a Beatles song. And that's everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey. And the cover is, is, awesome is amazing so anyway that's that was the album uh what did you guys think uh so uh what what about moscow night like you were switching back and forth between the songs because uh, i i kind of agree with you i think that there's a few good songs on there I, I gotta say i wouldn't i wouldn't pick this band to be my go-to band and i don't think they're my favorite band but i heard i heard like influences from rem like you mentioned was it the bassist or something like that? That was was he in the band or did he did he help out with the direction of it or production? I know the, that uh, they uh, like same producers at least like couple times. I'm not exactly sure. I kind of got I kind of could I, after uh, I saw a little bit on that and I was like thinking to myself, wow, okay, I, I can hear a little bit of a like an REM sound, not not completely, but it's, it's also the same era too. They're a little bit earlier though, right? That's earlier than REM. Yeah, the Phillies were before REM. REM was inspired or influenced by the Phillies. That album, though, that album for uh, I don't know the, the band was out definitely around before REM, but like that album um, came out before their their first yeah. album in the eighties, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean the, the the Crazy Rhythms was recorded in seventy nine and came out in eighty. I don't think REM had their first yeah. album for a few years. I saw some different like yeah. dates come up. They must have had a re-release of their tracks and their albums. But that band's that band's still going, right? Yeah, uh, they're still going. That's crazy. So they had a little bit of break. Was there a break? It was like almost like a 15, 16 year break, and then they came back and then one and came back together in two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. that's cool. When I see something like that, it means that like you know they obviously liked what they were doing. Um, yeah, like uh, I've never really heard of the Phillies. No. And I mean, that seems like something I would have heard of, but uh, maybe there's a song on one of their albums I recognize. I didn't recognize any of the songs on this album. Um, I, I like Loveless Love. Uh, I think that uh, 
my favorite song is Original Love. I like I like the intro to it. It does sound a little different than some of the other songs, and it sounds kind of like uh, some songs I've heard from other bands that I really like. And I got a little bit of a Violent Femmes feel from them, too. You know, they kind of had that, I don't know, I guess they came after these guys, too. So they probably were an influence for a lot of bands. Uh, but yeah, cool, man. So so for, for me, I mean, I did like it um, uh, overall. The album as a whole does flow together really well. And like you said, it's, it's kind of, when I, my first listen, like, you can... C- see where the changes are but sometimes you can't tell where the song changes are like because a single song could have like five changes and you're like what is that the same song or a new song um it's very melodic uh which this okay in this sense i didn't mind it so like that you know that california nights one that one was like just like totally you know hypnotized me whereas this one was very much um you know it was very much like put you in a in a different like emotion type of thing. And so I enjoyed it. Um, the only thing, the only thing that drove me nuts. So the, the, the song I was originally going to pick, cause I thought I really liked it, but then the intro just drives me nuts is uh, forces at work because there is like 10, 20 seconds of silence. And it's not even like you can barely make something and then it slowly grows. It's like, like if you're going to give me <laughs> ambient noise, give yeah. me ambient noise. Just don't give me nothing, and then wait me, make me wait ten seconds for ambient noise, and then I'm like, what? The, what is going on? So <laughs> they're they're avant garde, man. <laughs> Maybe you should fill in that ambient noise with Kesha, and then you can uh, feel better about the song. Monica or something. throw throw 20 seconds of harmonica random harmonica i I don't do that because you don't hear it (laughs) i'd even be fine with like a clock ticking like just like some random like because yeah i'm not sure you know but but yeah so it's um for me it's even though i it's loveless love or forces at work those are the two i like the most Uh, original love i do like as well but yeah but uh, yeah, you're you're right. That boy with a perpetual nervous tick does kick off that album. Like that sets you up for this is what you're in store for. And you're like, well, okay, it's a great opening song on a debut album to introduce, you know, a, a audience to. Like, right. end it with too. Right. Yeah, they end it like they end a story. It, it, I kind of like how they tie in the the ending with the same song. Right. Um. Me. My. My first and. In- First listen through it, um, I immediately fell in love with Loveless Love. That was that was it. All, all the chord changes, all the the pace changes, everything that came along with it. I was like, yeah, that's that's gonna be my lick. I don't care what nothing else nobody else says. And then I heard Raised Eyebrows, and I was like, oh shit, this is if Raised Eyebrows came out today with today's production, that would be a single, and folks would actually like it. So I was like, okay. My my actual pick is raised eyebrows. I love original love. You know, I love Moscow Nights. I love the album. The album is a great damn album, and I can see why it would be on on that on the top one hundred for Rolling Stone. And I can see why, um, you know, it's definitely one of those sleepers that people don't necessarily know about. But those who are actually in music or those who come across the album can hear the influence, like shockwaves coming through. You know, the rest of the world when it comes to rock because. Yeah, they they definitely had their own pace. They had their own keys. They had their own identity, and it worked. That's the thing. It worked. So many, 
so many folks have try to have an identity or try to copy somebody else's identity and they just get lost to the shuffle. Like this actually worked. This album could stand the test of time. So I was in it. Awesome. Is Glad raised, to hear that. Uh, it's raised eyebrows. The uh, album that has, or is it the album? Is it the uh, track that has a lot of drums in it? I know there's yes. one that was like all percussion pretty much in it. I thought that was actually pretty cool. I liked it. That's actually a good point to make too, because you know, when I was doing some research, the guys talked about how, you know, their, their departure from punk, you know, the post punk that, that kind of uh, new wave music, they wanted cleaner guitars and they wanted to experiment with percussion. And you could mm-hmm. definitely hear that on the album. They did a good job with the percussion, man. I, I thought that was, that was just spot on it. It really drew me in. And uh, yeah, so I guess Raised Eyebrows, that would probably be like my second favorite. So Original nice. Love would be my first. But yeah, that's I, I liked how they did that with the drums, the drum beats. Yeah, I love, I love the exploration of music and sound and, and how you can make things come out. And, and it's still melodic. It's still rhythmic in nature. You just have to pay attention to it. And I love it. They, they play with that a lot. So, uh, Brandon, uh how are their label uh, later albums compared to this? Are they very much the same sound or different sound? You know, I, I haven't listened to maybe I, at least like one or two, like the most recent. Um, okay. I, I definitely feel like they're different for sure from what okay. I recall. But it's been such a long time. Um, I mean, I mainly just re- listen to crazy rhythms. Um, okay. So I, I can't really comment because I don't really know for sure. Um, but I, I definitely feel like. And I think I've already said this, but I feel like the Crazy Rhythm album, if it came out today, you wouldn't like if you really just dropped it, you know, on Spotify. I don't think people would think, oh, this is an old album. You know, right. this is from this is from the late 70s or early 80s. Like, I, I think people would be duped. They would think that this might be a new band. You no, know, for sure. Or at least the 90s. Album cover, like even Weezer kind of like copied that cover on like one of their first albums you know like i don't know it's, it's just a timeless album for me yeah no i for sure i i can see that for sure okay well kids i guess the reason why, why i bring that up is because it, it's you know with some bands like their first album especially their first album but like their first or second albums they have their very original sound and you know normally that first album is like super polished because it's something they've been working on for like 10, 15 years. And so it's interesting to compare like how like a first album is between like somebody that does a later album sometimes. So, but yeah. 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 I mean that, that original lineup, they only recorded crazy rhythms. And then after Mm -hmm. that, after uh, almost everybody left except two, two guys, you Mm -hmm. know, so it wasn't going to be the same lineup for the next three albums before they broke up in 91. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's interesting that I'd never heard of that band and I, you know, maybe they came up in conversation, or I, I might have heard one of their songs, but um, almost like uh, they're like a lost, they're lost in the shuffle because they are a pretty good band. And just from that one, they have like they have like six or seven albums. Yeah, I think they have six all together. I think, yeah, yeah, that's a good amount. Yeah. Of so, uh, yeah, yeah, they're obviously doing a good thing. I mean, there's a lot of bands that I've heard newer too that it just, you know, they they had a few albums, they're really good, and then they. They disbanded for whatever reason. Um, these, I mean, these guys are still together, but I just never, never heard of them. Yep. So thanks okay. for that, Brandon. Yep. Thanks a lot, man. All right. So th- 
So it's a, it's a bye week, right? No more homework after this. We're, we're done. We can all leave. Oh, we're done. Oh. Okay. Just for that time, I'm giving you double homework. Oh. Taj gets a double album. We all get to listen to the uh, the one of the ten songs. Taj gets one with. I, I, I get the I get the deluxe edition where it has all the bonus tracks, and you yes. guys just get the regular album. Is, is that what it is? That's You're right. gonna have to do a paper on the dark side of the moon, and you have to you have to write a paragraph on each song. Then you have to say backwards. <laughs> 750 words each. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, you have to uh, wear a Kesha t-shirt while you're doing it. A glitter nah, Kesha. Nah, he'll actually enjoy that, so no, we can't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be too much yeah. fun. We'll make him listen to Baby Shark on trying to go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Should I torture true. myself with Baby Shark, or am I going to have nightmares? You don't have nightmares. Don't do it, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. Um, so, yeah, you do have homework. It's by a band um, out of Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. Um, yes, we're, we're Canadian. Yes. And this is kind of right, yeah. into it. But the name of the band is called We Are the City. And the name of the album is called R.I.P. And so that's what I want everybody to go listen to. Um, the album came out in 2020. It's a great album. And uh, it's a funny story behind it. And we'll get into it next episode. Okay. I did see the artwork today. It looks very cool. Very nice. Creamy. Yes. So, okay. Sounds good. Uh, well, uh, you can find this on our website. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes and uh, find us on social media or send us an email on uh, what you think. Um, bye. Yeah, we want, we want to know what y'all think. We want to know what you think of our yeah. choice tracks, <laughs> what your choice track is. Right. Uh, if you know that one person out there cares, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have a survey of life as a highway. See if I can redeem myself in the public inside. And then we want everybody to vote on what T-shirt <laughs> has to wear next time he goes out public. Was it's like the scarlet letter, right? Uh, until next time, I'm gonna go grab my gloves. I'm gonna go grab my scorpion jacket, and I'm gonna go cruise. You might find me in the club somewhere doing lines. I'm going to get some booty. <laughs> some pirate booty. It's a good snack. <laughs> I'm going to try not to torture Taj, myself. You need to pick up that needle fast, Taj. Come okay. on, man. All right. All right. But this is us. We're signing out. Bye. Bye. Peace.